multiple. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Armed American Radio's Monster Cast. This is not the end of your week, ladies and gentlemen. This is the beginning of your week. I am Mark Walters, of course, filling your prescription for freedom today in these Car Firearms Group studios on this one Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. All of it presented to you today and every day, six days a week by the great X Insurance. And if you are watching the video stream, you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers Whiskey for that. We'll have Greg tell you how to do that in just a few moments. Before I get started today, I got to tell you, it was really touch and go at the ranch today to get the show off the ground. Had a uh, electrical problem at the ranch at about 4.30 this morning. And I want to thank a few people for making it possible today because I understood the importance of getting the show going. Brock and Ashley with Cobb EMC. Phenomenal job those linemen did in getting the studio up and running today. And I want to thank Thomas and Rick over at Mr. Electric. Mr. Electric, so if you're going to have a problem, I mean, who else would you call Mr. Electric, right? So those guys were able to diagnose for me what was Cobb EMC. C came and fixed the problem. And Brock and Ashley, I know you're tuned in. Thanks very much for your assistance today. Uh, we, were, we, were, we were touch and go from about 4 o'clock in the morning. A huge program lined up for you today. First hour, Alan Gottlieb and Nikki Gozer. Nikki's got a new piece over on Fox News. We're going to talk with her about that. Of course, she is a stalker, survivor. We'll explain that. And she's done a lot of work over National Domestic Violence Week. I, we'll, we'll talk to Nikki about that in the first hour. AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News joins us in the second hour, along with a special half hour with Mr. Neil McCabe from One American News, the old White House correspondent over there and longtime, longtime partner of Armed American Radio. Justin Moon will be here in the roundtable as well. Let's get cracking. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. How are you, my friend? It's great to have you here, as always. Oh, I'm doing really well today, Mark. Thank you. It's been a great weekend. Well, let's start with what you were doing, Alan, because I was supposed to kind of be doing it with you in Arizona at the rally that I couldn't make it to. And with the electrical problems we had, I'm kind of glad I wasn't able to do that because I don't know that we would have been here today. So talk, talk a little bit about that rally. How was the crowd? What were we talking about? And why Arizona? Why do we have to fight for gun rights in what is recognized as probably the most gun-friendly state in the nation? It never ends, does it? Well, first of all, we need to fight for gun rights in every single state, blue or red, period, uh, because otherwise we're going to end up losing because the other side is fighting in all 50 states. It's a 50-state battle. But the gun rights rally at the Capitol uh, was just great. Several thousand people there, a lot of really nice. good speakers, a couple of congressmen, some state legislators who chair key committees uh, helping to kill some of, the, some of the anti-gun bills that are now introduced in the legislature. And in answering your question a little bit, uh, uh, you know, uh, the the, conser- the right wing, so to speak, conservative pro gun majority.
party has really diminished a lot in the legislature. It's barely hanging on by a thread in uh, in, in Arizona, and you now have an anti-gun attorney general and an anti-gun governor, and they're pushing. Democrats are pushing everything they can to try and you know upset, up, upend gun rights in Arizona. So it's it was a really important rally. It's they, they hold it every year, and I wish gun rights local gun rights groups would do this in all 50 states. Of course, there's only 52 weekends in the year. It'd be a little hard for me to help cover all of them. Uh, but <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a really good event. Uh, and it, it was uh, our, our troops on the ground are energized. Uh, and they know they're in for a fight, even in places like Arizona. Uh, but it's they know, like I, I said to them, you know, we all know there's a, a, a intense war going on against our gun rights. But believe it or not, we're winning. You know, Alan, I'm glad you said that because people need reminding. We all we hear is negative news from the ABCs, NBCs. So we can CBS. We hear negative news even from Fox. We, you know, the, quoting the gun violence archives, other left wing outfits. We need to hear that we're winning. And I know Bruin, et cetera. But it, the, the, the media coming at us is so negative. Would you please repeat that one more time and tell people why we're winning, please? I think that's critical. Well, we're winning because. In the blue states, when they file crazy gun bills or pass them, so to speak, we go to court and we're sorry, we're winning in court. And in the red states, uh, you know, like, like we're going to have some very key wins coming up very shortly. Florida and South Carolina are going to become the number 26 and number 27 states that pass constitutional carry. And so we've crossed the majority you know, mar- margin number of states, uh, and that's having a heavy impact on, on more people carrying firearms for self-defense, more gun sales, more gun training, uh, and it's it's working out very well. So we are we are winning. We're getting laws passed in our favor. Uh, it's just a handful of dark blue states where we have big problems, but they're so overreaching. And now with the Supreme, U.S. Supreme Court Bruin decision knocking out New York's carry, you know, anti-carry law, so to speak, and getting rid of the balancing tests, and now yeah. it's just the text, the text, and history of the Second Amendment. We surely are, are, are progressing in, in courts very quickly now, and, and in the next, I think, twelve is to uh, you know twenty-four months, we're going to see a significant number of anti-gun rights laws in this country struck down and taken off the books. Uh, good to hear, Alan. It really is. Let me take you quickly to a piece that uh, I was going to cover, and, and I, I likely will in the roundtable in the third hour of the show today, but. I'll tell you why I think this is important. It was from the Guardian U.S. News. Biden pleads with Congress to pass gun control after six killed in Mississippi. And here he goes again, Mr. Gottlieb, screaming for more of the same that wouldn't work. The individual in this case had a handgun and a shotgun. Biden's out screaming for assault weapons bans and, you know, the quintessential additional background checks. This was a domestic, appears to be some type of domestic action by this man. It's I, they're, they just seem that they, they always feel or want to put out to us that they're just one gun control law away from fixing what they call a problem. And, Alan, when I heard Biden do this today, I'll tell you what I thought. Keep it up. This is ringing very hollow at this point. I think other Americans are picking up on that. I'm not alone, am I? Well, polling data shows that Americans do not believe that gun control laws work. And they're right, obviously. Uh, The problem we have is is that a lot of people uh, just don't care. Well, it may not work, but, you know, if it saves just one life, 
uh, they don't pay killer on the other side, how many lives are going to cost because the person won't have a gun to, to defend themselves with. Right. But 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 by and large, polling data it, 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 it just doesn't sell. And at this point, people know that Biden's agenda it really is to ban all ban and confiscate everybody's guns, no matter what the guns are, and they don't support that either. So, uh, it, and again, the thing is, is that more and more are picking up on the fact that his solutions, you know, uh, what, he, what he what he does is, I want this kind of law passed, but that kind of law would have nothing to do with, with what happened. And so it's like you're there's a disconnect between reality and and the event that took place. You know, he comes out, I want to ban assault weapons, even when an assault weapon wasn't even used in the crime. Right. Uh, you know. He comes out and goes, we need, we need background checks when the person already went through a background check to get the gun to start with. There's a heavy disconnect between his solutions and reality. Yeah, and I think it's important, too, that, ladies and gentlemen, when I mention this Guardian piece, let me go here and quote just a little bit from here, Alan, because this is the type of garbage people get from the media. Joe Biden is once again pleading for Congress to pass meaningful gun control, meaningful gun control. There's no such thing. After a man shot six people to death, including his ex-wife and stepfather at three different locations in a small rural Mississippi community. The president came out enough, etc. started quoting gun violence archive statistics, mass shooting, etc. Invoking a phrase that pro-gun advocates often use to deflect from discussion from discussing action after mass shootings. Biden's statement added thoughts and prayers aren't enough. Gun violence is an epidemic and Congress must act now. We owe it to Americans. And he went on to talk about background checks, et cetera, none of which would have stopped the actions of the criminal in Mississippi in a domestic case. Alan, and I honest to God, when I saw that, I thought, keep it up. You're making a fool of yourself at this point. I'll let you take it to the break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mark, what they're silent on is it tells the real story. You never see Biden get out there and say, Congratulations to somebody who stopped a criminal and saved lives. You know, you know, with a gun. You'll never hear them say that. They ignore it, and it's what they don't say. It's the stories they spike that bother me the most. Well, that what you've just mentioned, and ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me say this for years on the program. That's a, a glaring lie of omission, and Alan is absolutely spot on. They will not tell you about my incident. A number of years ago, they will not tell you about a couple of the happy ending stories that we're going to talk about later today with A.W.R. Hawkins. Even when they're forced, Alan, like the Greenwood Mall in Indiana, they still they just kind of poo poo it. They mention it because they have to and they move on to something else and they start quoting the gun grabbers. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we're going to cover a lot of ground with Alan quickly. We're going to talk, get an update on the ATF pistol brace rule. The Second Amendment Foundation has filed another motion there. I'll explain that and let Alan explain it when we come back. I'll give you some quotes from a press release. More to cover with Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. He'll be followed by Nikki Gozer. And we are in the Car Firearms Group Studios with you on the Six Hours Mike, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom. All of it presented by X Insurance. We'll be back right after the break. Don't go away. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. 14 years now on the nation's airwaves on hundreds of radio stations in this Car Firearms Group studios. 
on this very powerful six-hour platinum microphone. The show is being brought to you today and every day by the great X Insurance. We will talk more about our partners who we need you to support later on in the broadcast. Mr. Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Welcome back, my friend. Let me start with this quickly as we move to ATF. Very important. This is from the ATF at ATF.gov. Such stabilizing braces are designed to conform to the arm and not as a buttstock. However, if the firearm with the, and then they put stabilizing brace in quotes, sir, is a short-barreled rifle, it needs to be registered no later than May 31st, 2023. The rule is effective on January 31st, ladies and gentlemen, and that's the date that it was published in the Federal Register. Alan, I said motion before. That wasn't really accurate. SAF filed a federal challenge of the arm brace rule seeking an injunction. Tell us about Friday's action. What are we doing here now? Well, it's actually an amended complaint, Mark. It's back in 2021 when the Biden administration first started to go after arm races and proposed a rule. Uh, we filed suit, and uh, our, our suit basically uh, under the American Procedures Act, which we argued that they violated, uh, that it forced them to pull back and to re-extend and open up the comment period all over again. And then in the end part. Uh, our court action. We stayed the action with, with regard to the uh, arm brace rule with the understanding, with the judge's agreement, that we could amend our, uh, our complaint mm-hmm. to include all the new bad provisions that they were going to add to it, which they've now come out and done. And so this is our amended complaint, which is first online to back. You probably get heard in all the courts because it was filed back in 2021. So we amended it to include the new changes that made it worse than what the old changes would have been. And again, they're in violation of the American Procedures Act because they haven't acted properly in putting the rule in place. They also don't have the legal authority to do so, uh, you know, because Congress is who defines what a gun is. It isn't the administration gets it willy-nilly all on their own to find what a firearm is going to be. Uh, And likewise, it's a violation of our Second Amendment rights and our 14th Amendment rights. So uh, we were kind of excited about going back to court. We think we're in a a good court where we're going to get a good hearing. We filed it in Texas in the 5th District. And uh, if we don't get our uh, preliminary injunction, uh, we will immediately move to the 5th Circuit Court of Appeals before the deadline when the thing really goes into effect. All right, Alan, a lot of people have questions about this, uh, a lot of people, because there are millions of Americans that this affects. I am one of them. And I guess I've kind of hedged my bets here. I don't think and this is my guess, ladies and gentlemen, this is just my opinion. I could be very wrong here. I don't see this thing making it. I just don't. I don't I don't see this thing making it to the light of day. There are too many solid challenges on this. Alan, we so that begs this question. Duddlebach clearly knows this. The administration knows it's unconstitutional. They did it anyway. What are they hoping to gain knowing that there are some solid challenges coming immediately, which there have been to their new rule? What is it they're seeking to gain knowing that this is going to be likely successfully challenged? Well, I think they're hoping that lightning strikes and they get a judge that hates guns and and rules their way uh, and allows them to proceed with it until, uh, you know, a long, many-year appeal process goes on. Uh, It's probably what they're hoping for. But the reality is probably what they're doing is trying to appease the gun prohibition lobby in their base uh, and showing they're trying to do something, quote-unquote, against gun rights. No matter the outcome, I'm going to guess. It doesn't matter. At least they can say that, right? That gives them the ability to say we did something regardless of the outcome in court. 
it, it allows them to fundraise to you know to, right. to go at saying well, we're trying to ban guns we're, we're trying to do everything we can uh and, and that's what that's the biden administration's mo you know it's also leaders in, in congress like senator schumer's mo and they've been doing it for years uh so i mean i guess it's to be expected, but I expect mm-hmm. that we're going to win. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Let me mention a quote here on this uh, action Friday from SAF Executive Director Adam Kraut. Joe Biden is continuing to use ATF as a means to circumvent Congress, and this new rule is his administration's latest attempt. He has been obsessed with banning guns and criminalizing gun owners ever since he arrived on Capitol Hill 50 years ago. In the process, he is causing irreparable financial harm to firearms retailers, which to this administration must seem like an added benefit. That's from Adam Kraut, the SAF executive director and a great guy, by the way. I've had the opportunity to meet him many times. Alan, for the essence of time, let's move to Washington State. State preemption is a big deal. Washington State, most people, if they listen to the show, they know this. Washington State has a very strong state preemption law. What they were what were they trying to do? Wipe it out yet again, correct? Yeah, well, the preemption is very, very strong, and the Second Amendment Foundation has won a number of suits, uh, you know, that against local local jurisdictions, uh, particularly Seattle, Washington, Edmonds, Washington, uh, for passing laws that violate the state preemption. It says only the legislature can pass laws that are, you know, affect gun rights, and that cities and states can't do anything more restrictive than that. Uh, and so, Seattle, Edmonds, a lot of the you know, liberal Democrats in the state know they can't win, you know, in court on preemption because we've already beat them so many times. Uh, so they decided if we get rid of the preemption statute, you know, and, and wipe it off the state books, uh, then our suits won't win in court and they can, cities can willy-nilly ban guns and do whatever they want to do. Uh, and so it's they're, they're one of their two primary bills in the legislature out of many this year involving gun rights. Uh, and in, in our legislature, there's cutoff, there's cutoff periods when things die and it didn't make it out of committee in either the House or the Senate. And so now that is dead for the year. And for at least another year, there won't be a, a you know a repeal of preemption. With Washington's makeup, how did that happen? We think of Washington as a as a very blue state. How did that happen? Well, well, the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep Your Arms and other you know you know gun rights groups ran a really great aggressive uh, grassroots campaign with many many gun owners you know showing up to testify at the legislature to submit written comments or online comments uh and to show, show up at events and quite frankly we were able to pull off you know a few democrats in the house and a few democrats in the senate that didn't want to see this pass because they're, they're a little concerned that, that in their districts which may, maybe not be that deep blue that they might not win election re-election and that's what it's all about that is what it's all about. It's about money and reelection. Oregon. Let's move to Oregon, just south of Washington. O- Oregon overturned a Second Amendment sanctuary law and what The Guardian, I, I mentioned this on Friday's Daily Defense, called a blow to the gun movement. Now, I, I would question whether it's a blow to the gun movement, but I understand why they're saying that, because I know what they want to do going forward. But the Oregon court essentially decided Wednesday that local governments cannot ban police from enforcing certain gun laws. And we know that around the country as Second Amendment sanctuary laws. Alan, what's going on just south of you? Anything you can tell us? Well, again, the problem we have here is that if if a local government says we're not going to enforce a federal law, they can get away with it. The local governments that are basically part of the state judicial system, you know, under the state judicial system and, and the laws of the state really can't do that. And so these are kind of legally in court. It's a very 
tough way to tough card sell for us to win. Right. Uh, and so I'm not surprised that the judge said that with regard to that state, state and local laws, local law enforcement has to enforce them. Uh, but that doesn't mean they're really going to do it. Passing an ordinance is one thing, but then, then make, forcing them to do it is another thing. Yeah, well, Second Amendment sanctuaries have been wildly popular across the country. Alan Gottlieb, founder of Second Amendment Foundation. Thank you, sir, for everything that you do, and thank you for being here every week. Nikki Goser coming up next. We'll tell you all about it when we return four minutes from now. Don't go away. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 454 
If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. of Reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters. Ah, yes indeed. Welcome back. Car Firearms Group Studios lit up for you. We're waking up a little bit. The Sig Sauer mic is on fire. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. If you are watching the 4K high-definition video, you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers for that. And now that we're at the bottom of the break, let's go to Greg in Dallas, Texas, running the boards. All the cool bells and whistles and switches and lights and cool stuff and tons of microphones and a mothership thing going on down there. Putting this show out to hundreds of radio stations. Greg, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good for a Sunday gun day. It is a Sunday gun day. Let's get, uh, let's get people involved in watching the show. Would you be so kind before we go to Nikki is to tell people how to do that, please? Sure. Let's do this real quick. Head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. In the top right-hand corner, you're going to see three little hash marks. Just give those a click. And when that window pops open, select that Watch Live option. If you're doing something important like driving and we don't want you watching the show and driving at the same time, just head to the link above Watch Live, which is our Listen Live option. Uh, when you do that and you click that link there, you'll see two subsequent links open up. One's going to be for our Monday through Friday daily defense broadcast, and the other is for this broadcast right here, the Sunday MonsterCast. So be sure to click appropriately. If you're a big fan of the show and you want to support support us out there in the world and buy some merch, we'll head on down to our shop link at the bottom of all of these links and pick you something nice up over there. And lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile and just search for Armed American Radio Conversations. That's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. My next guest is someone that you have heard on the program over many years. Nikki Goser, she's a very good friend of mine. Nikki and I have appeared together on Fox News. We have appeared at many venues around the country. We have shared the same stage. We have talked about these issues for years. Just the other day, on the 14th of January, not too long ago, about a month ago, Nikki had a piece published, an opinion piece published over at Fox News. My stalker murdered my husband. Here's how you can protect yourself. And on the subhead, 78% of stalking victims take action to protect themselves, but experts ignore right of self-defense. And we're going to go deep into this opinion piece with Nikki herself. Nikki, welcome back to the program. It's always great to have you here, my dear friend. Hi there, Mark. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's always a pleasure. So the opinion piece, I've read over this thing several times over the last few weeks. I got to be honest with you. This is one of the best pieces I think you've ever written. You lay out, and it, you know, this was the 19th annual National Stalking Awareness Month as well, too, right? So let's tie this together. How about that? 
Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm a victim of a violent crime. Um, I was stalked. My husband's been uh, 13 years ago was murdered right in front of me by a man who was stalking me. And because of Tennessee state law, I was unarmed and unable to protect us. We were inside of a restaurant that was a gun-free zone, so I followed the law, left my legal handgun that I normally carried for self-defense locked inside of my vehicle. Of course, the man who was stalking me did not have a permit to carry, brought a gun into that gun-free zone and murdered my husband in front of myself and everyone in the middle of that busy restaurant. And um, I've spoken out, as you know, over well over a decade about the dangers of gun-free zones, but I've, I've kind of branched out now to talk about stalking and how very serious this is. This, this stat may seem very high to you and, and somewhat unbelievable, but uh, it's true. Uh, one in three women and one in six men in their lifetime, now we're talking about a lifetime, um, will be potentially stalked. And now just keep in mind, my situation was, you know, probably the most extreme. Uh, but with those kind of numbers, I felt like this is a very important topic to cover. And one thing that I noticed early on when I started doing my own research, I, I would go and look at the advice that these stalking resource experts and women's rights groups would give, uh, mostly to women. Men are stalked, you know, as well. But this advice, so much of it is geared toward you know, the, the woman having to basically completely restructure their life, dramatically restructuring their life for safety. And, you know, some of this advice may be needed. You know, to some victims, that action to protect themselves, it might be calling the police, changing their name, a job change, moving, you know, obtaining an order of protection, etc. But there was always one piece of advice that was consistently ignored or minimized by the so-called experts. And, and I noticed that was the basic human right of self-defense. And it's, it's my own opinion that getting professional firearms training, situational awareness training, and carrying a gun for self-defense is the best security measure a person can make, especially for women. Uh, you know, research has suggested that carrying a gun benefits women three to four times more than it does for men. And that's simply because of disparity of force. You know, men are just, let's face it, men are just physically stronger than, than most females. And um, I think it's very important to be able to protect yourself. And I believe a gun is a great equalizer. It, it puts you on equal footing to stop usually a male who wants to harm you and your job is not to go and act like law enforcement your job is not to go and you know apprehend the threat your job is to keep that threat away from you and to be able to react within the law to protect your life or your loved one's lives uh should that be needed well let's let's talk briefly about appeasing you mentioned that a lot of experts tell women that they need to change and i don't buy that I don't think you should have to change your lifestyle. Now, obviously, while this is going on, there are going to be some things you're going to want to change. Maybe a particular route that you take, et cetera, might need to be changed. I dated a girl who was being stalked by a former boyfriend, and I watched appeasement, constantly trying to, you know, taking his calls, thinking that that was going to keep him at bay. And, of course, it never did. It just got worse. 
and worse and worse. And one thing that we noticed was he didn't want anything to do with her when I was around. He didn't want a confrontation. He simply wanted her alone, which is what concerned me more than anything else. And as you mentioned, each of these cases are going to be different. Does the piece of paper help? And because you didn't even know you were being stalked really until it was too late. You didn't have an opportunity. So what do you what do you tell people here? Um, You know, I think situational awareness is very important. Um, I did have situational awareness uh, that night. I did not realize I was being stalked until that night. But once I saw him there, I'm not going to go through the whole story, but I realized I was being stalked and I went to get management. And I just said, look, you know, this man is here. He's stalking me. I need your help. Can you please have him removed? And when they confronted him and asked him to leave, he pulled a 45 from a, a shoulder holster under his jacket and uh, shot Ben seven times. But I had the frame of mind that something is not right. He does not belong here. This guy is stalking me. Um, right. So let me interrupt. Bro. Let me interrupt briefly. Awareness up to a point. Uh-huh. Yeah, let me let me interrupt briefly before the break. And here's why. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to make it sound like Nikki didn't know who this person was. All of a sudden, he just popped up that day. You knew who he was. He had sent you inappropriate text messages, correct? You knew he was there. You knew this guy existed. You just were not aware of the severity of it, right? Right. He was a karaoke customer. He actually became a regular, somewhat of a regular. He would come out to sing. He got inappropriate over social media. I had to delete and block him. Ben had nicely asked him to leave me alone and we thought it was taken care of and then a month later he shows up to this restaurant this venue where we had never seen him before and that's when i realized okay this this is stalking yeah something's up and of course it culminated in that tragic event ladies and gentlemen we're getting ready to take a break when we come back we're going to go into the weeds about some things that you can do if in fact maybe you're being stalked we'll get some advice from nikki and i want to direct you to her piece over there at Fox News. It's a good one, and I I really want you to read it. It's important that you do. Maybe it's you, maybe it's a loved one. My stalker murdered my husband. Here's how you can protect yourself. In fact, Nikki's book, let me put it back up here if you're watching the show. We've had it up here for you as a photograph of the book, Stalked and Defenseless, How Gun Control Helped My Stalker Murder My Husband in Front of Me, and you'll find this fascinating. The foreword was written by none other than Susanna Hupp, who survived the Luby's Cafeteria shooting down in Texas in the early 90s, and Andrew Pollack, who lost his daughter at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. We'll be back with Nikki Gozer. One more segment. Please don't go away. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. 
Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features. V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling, micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. I love that rejoin from Mike Gallagher. He supports the Second Amendment. I know it for a fact. He's a good friend. Mike Gallagher, you can listen to him 9 to noon Eastern every single day on the Salem Radio Network. Welcome back inside the Car Firearms Group studios with me, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom now 14 years into this on the nation's airwaves on the Six Sour Platinum Micro.
microphone, all brought to you by X Insurance. Please go out of your way to support all of our partners. You can find them at armedamericanradio.com. Need a new 22 Mini? The gun you can carry when you can't carry a gun? North American Arms has you covered. Make sure to check them out. I just got the new belt buckle. 22, Greg, you've seen it. It's absolutely beautiful. Talk about a conversation piece. Love that thing. So check out all of our partners. Pick something up from my pillow. Mike supports the right to bear arms. He's been here for years and years and years. Use the promo code AAR. Take advantage of all those great discounts. Heaven's Harvest. Make sure to check them out. Get that food supply. Use the promo code AAR on that entree bucket. And 46 bucks comes right off the top at Heaven's Harvest. Dot com heavensharvest.com john lott crimeresearch.org make sure to support crimeresearch.org you heard dr lott on the program last week and i believe it's the week before as well dr lott does amazing work he just testified in maryland and vermont on your behalf you don't have to live in maryland or vermont john's testifying on your behalf as a gun owner fighting for our gun rights every single day at the Crime Prevention Research Center. You can check them out at crimeresearch.org. Make a $5 donation, make a 50 gobzillion dollar donation, whatever you can afford. We appreciate that very much. He supports the program. We support him. Nikki Gozer, welcome back. The book, let me point this out, Stalked and Defenseless, How Gun Control Helped My Stalker Murder My Husband in Front of Me. And I mentioned that Susanna Hupp, who, who survived the Luby's Cafeteria, mass killing, real mass killing down there in the early 90s. And also Andrew Pollack. Andrew Pollack lost his daughter, Meadow, at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, wrote the foreword, both of them. The book is fantastic. Make sure to check it out. Stalked and Defenseless by Nikki Gozer. Nikki, welcome back in. I want to throw a couple questions at you as we get into the weeds here to close out the hour. But how do you respond to the gun grabbers who, beyond my comprehension, Nikki, will tell you that a gun isn't the answer and they'll throw out this bogus statistic that a woman is X amount times more likely to be harmed if she has a gun. And I'm going to go to bumper sticker logic, which if you've listened to me for years, listeners, you know I hate bumper sticker logic until it makes sense. But I'd rather you or her or whoever's being stalked have a gun and not need it versus need it and not have it. Nikki, how do you respond to that? Because I know they come at you with that. Yeah. You know, look, bad people, evil people, those with evil intent will always find a way. You know, so many of these these people um, who hate guns, um, they focus on the gun, on the objects. And I I just want to shake them sometimes and say, you know what? Murder, assault, all of that, it's a behavior. It's not an object. Stop focusing on the object and focus on the behavior because guns are used every single day by good people to save innocent lives. And unfortunately, the mainstream media does not tell the public that. They don't want to share those stories. And so you have to go dig for those justifiable use of force stories. And we do have those at our website yep. at, at crimeresearch.org. My book is there. My opinion piece is there. But I I will say this. You know, I believe that women should be empowered. And I don't believe that telling women all the different ways that they can run and hide, I don't believe that that empowers women. I believe that women should absolutely have the basic human right of self-defense. And they should get the training, understand justifiable use of force. 
I think it's very important that you understand when you can and cannot use a gun in self-defense. You don't want to get yourself in trouble with the law. And look, carrying a gun does not guarantee your safety, but it does give you a fighting chance when you may need it. Because I'm telling you, when seconds count, the police are likely minutes away. I've been told that the police arrived within three minutes of the 911 call that night. And that's incredibly fast. They were yeah, not at fast an enough, apartment complex. They were at an apartment complex right down the street when the call came through. And they were there super fast, but it, it was too late. And when it's happening to yourself or your loved one, it seems like an eternity. And look, I'm a huge supporter of law enforcement, but even police know they cannot be anywhere and everywhere at any time. You must be your own first responder. And I just think gun-free zones are horrible. I think it's it's an open invitation. It actually, I think, encourages really evil people to do really evil things, knowing that no one there can defend themselves. You know, you and I, uh, when we sat, it's re- it, this reminds me of when you and I sat on the panel together. You and I and, and uh, Susanna Hupp sat on the panel with the Stossel Show with John Stossel. And, and I'll never forget him asking her the question on his television program that day when, when you and I were there taping the show. And he said, what would have happened if you had had your gun that day? And she reminded Stossel that she did have her gun. But it was in the truck. And we would later come to find out that there were six other people that had guns in Texas in their truck because they were law abiding citizens following the law. And she made the comment, first off, she would never do it again. She feels that if she had had her gun, her parents, because her parents were murdered directly right in front of her, they were having lunch together, that she would have had a chance. And when Stossel asked her that question, what would have happened? She said, I don't know, but I know it would have changed the odds. Very true statement, isn't it? Yes, yes. And it's something that she has to live with for the rest of her life. This is something that I have to live with for the rest of my life. And quite frankly, neither one of us want to see this ever happen to another family out there. You know, we value innocent life, too. And and these gun grabbers seem to act like, oh, you're such horrible people or you know, no, we, we all want to stop these horrible things from happening. You know, we just don't necessarily agree on how to get there. And I don't believe that all of these gun control measures that they keep wanting are, are doing anything. They're, they're actually making it worse, I think. You need good people out there carrying um, that understand the law and that are trained. You know, I, I support constitutional carry. Some mm-hmm. people are, are shocked by that. But And it took me a while to accept it because I do believe training is so important. Um, But I don't think you should have to pay the government for something that is a right. And that's what the whole handgun carry permitting process is. You're having to pay the government so that you can have the right to carry to protect yourself. No, I, I don't think you should have to pay for a right. Um, I believe individuals acting responsibly should go get that training themselves, whether it is with a professional firearms trainer, NRA certified trainer, USCCA, whoever, or their grandfather who's been shooting all his life, you know, that understands basic safety and, and rules. But go get the training and do what you can to protect yourself and your loved ones. 
Yeah, we want you to have the gun and not need it, ladies and gentlemen, rather than need it and not have it. Nikki, real quick as we're closing out, you hear the music. Tell people again where they can find the book, crimeresearch.org, right? Your, your column is there. Go ahead, real fast. Yes, crimeresearch.org. It's called Soft and Defenseless, and you can find it also at Amazon and Barnes & Noble online. Keep up the good work, Nikki Gozer. We appreciate everything that you're doing. You were very instrumental in changing law in Tennessee, and not just in Tennessee, but in other states around the country. Thank you for taking that tragedy and making such a huge, huge difference. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast, ladies and gentlemen, the Car Firearms Group Studios will continue on the Six Hour Mike, brought to you by X Insurance at six minutes after the hour. AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News will be here. We'll cover some current events with him, and then we'll get it half of an evening with Neil McCabe. We'll be right back. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort, and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800 978 9358 and remember use promo code AAR.